This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Are you looking for ways to reduce no-shows? Have a hard time scheduling recurring clients? Switch to Mogo today. Mogo is an all-in-one software with smart scheduling for both mobile and salon. Some of my favorite features include auto reminders, online booking, and integrated payments with cards on file. You can use Mogo on your mobile device or desktop. Sign up with code SOTT to save 50% off the first month when you upgrade to the premium plan. Visit mogo.pet. So, I don't know about you, but I've been like super depressed lately. Yeah. Um, everybody's 4th of July was fucked up um and then it's really hard to watch fireworks while holding your daughter knowing that she doesn't have the same rights as you did a couple weeks ago uh yeah and the last time we talked just a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. there has been some so many more rights and rights being stripped away like on a daily basis oh they're going after Everything. native americans they're going after the lgbtq plus community they're going after women they're going after trans they're going after everything but guns (laughs) (laughs) no they went after guns too Mm, for the better yeah well but i'm talking about for the negative they didn't go after anything negatively or they went after all of us negatively except for guns they just told new york that your laws don't really matter and like it doesn't yeah you, you can you can conceal at any point and like, yeah yeah no they, they like to step put their they really fucked it up and they literally if you look at it completely dismantled the union because once you put things like human rights just to states rights mm-hmm. it makes it so difficult for like obviously if especially like with that girl in ohio she had to go to indiana like you have to go across states yeah and then these politicians and lawmakers this is what pisses me off is that anytime they want to do something they get it done overnight so like they're making and creating all of these laws mm-hmm. literally overnight whether I mean, people be, even had trigger laws well they well the trigger laws were triggered and a lot of those no, laws, i know that's what i'm saying like they wanted it so bad that before it was even overturned they had trigger laws so that they don't have to do any work after it's already done it's ready it's prepared well no i know but now like California, Nevada, they're scrambling to create laws so people can't be extradited for criminal oh, yeah. offenses. So you have, like, now you're having states that are compa- that are going to be, like, safety sanctuaries mm-hmm. for anybody who needs health care yeah. in a lot of forms or fashion. And then you also have these, like, politicians literally making laws overnight about medications. Oh, and yeah. I've seen videos of you. People- getting it taken away i don't understand how like we can't have good quality education or maybe just a little bit of gun reform over fucking night but you can make a person's heart medication illegal for them to get because it's abortific uh, is it abortive it can abort a child yeah right but they still need it to survive they just can't get pregnant exactly so like you can do all that fucked up shit overnight Mm -hmm. like that's bogus that's what's getting me so freaking heated oh yeah because it was never about women's rights it was always about what they wanted they want control over us over just really 
anybody but men, specifically white men. Yes, yes. I you can you can say religion or whatever. It is all about power, mm-hmm. and it's all about co- condensing the power into very few eyes, and yeah. those eyes tend to be yeah, old like, white men. Old white men. Yeah. So yeah. that's just the facts, guys. Yeah. Like it's that's a very minimizing, and like I've had no energy for like anything. And, like, I try not to talk about it so much because I know, like, talking about it all the time gets, like, people get tired of it. I've been talking about political shit and, like, the injustices of, like, the system since, like, I was 12. It doesn't... It gets exhausting when there's no change or systemic change over and over again. Yeah. But I never get tired of talking about it because I'm always constantly talking about it. It gets annoying for other people. Not for me, though. That's what I'm saying. No, like, I don't <laughs> mind talking about it, but it does get annoying for other people. But, like, now it's just... How can you not? How can you not talk about it? Well, I'm also one of those people who are like, how could you not talk about it before, too? But, like, things are just so quickly unfolding. Oh, it's rapid. Yeah. It's, like, not even a break for us to... You know, like, it's not... There's not even a break for a breather. No, it's literally... But boom, it, boom, 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 boom. But it literally came at the right time for them. Like, if you think about it. It came at the right time for them. When it becomes... When everything else becomes a little bit more difficult for the majority of the population. Housing, food, um, oh, I gas. believe all of this stuff was done on purpose. Well, all of it's... So yes. that people are kind of not paying attention so much. It's everybody's paying attention. It's the age of information. But yes, it is yes, but, all by design. But media has always tried to hide things and like distract you, I should say. That's the word I'm looking for is they're always trying to distract us from what's actually happening behind the curtains. Well, yeah. But I think people are really starting to catch on. Like you may have been caught on a long time ago, but majority of our country has not. Like there are still a lot of people who are still very oblivious to everything that's happening mm-hmm. and still saying, well, that's not going to happen. It's like, bitch, they just overturned Roe v. Wade. You really think that they're not going to do this? It's like, no, everything is on the table now. But they're still very much like, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. It's they, like, like, no. They just can't no, no, do no, no, that. No. I'm like, it's going to happen. What are you talking about? They've been doing this for, like, the, oh, yeah. since the inception. Like, rules, laws come and go. And, like, you know, periods of, like, extreme oppression and then repackaged oppression, Mm -hmm. that all all has happened in the past and people have been shouting it from the mountains. It's just ears are not open because that was by design, like you said. Yeah. And um, it's too, too hard to hide from everyone. Yeah. So everyone now sees it everything whereas it was whoever got fucked over kept seeing it and saying it and the other people who weren't fucked over just yet weren't yeah they're not saying it it. and there's still people who are saying it especially about roe v wade being like wall just we'll get into like the grooming stuff here soon but it all it all circles back guys it does okay Um, (laughs) but I unfriended and blocked someone. She was she's a nurse, mm-hmm. and she put her story on there. Beautiful story. Like I'm not here to invalidate either side, 
like great you had a beautiful support system sure it wasn't easy she had a child at 16 yeah and she was blessed with it by god and she chose not to have an abortion so was my sister great i think that's a wonderful choice for you but she's spinning it like if i can do it anybody can do it and it's like no 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 no. i straight up was like this is so privileged not everybody is gonna have this same setup like you did your parents still loved you they didn't kick you out like no like this is not okay women are going to be murdered when uh young girls are going to be kicked out and homeless because they have nowhere to go um commit suicide like just so many things are going to happen that didn't happen for you like don't say that like that's yeah what but she's wanting everybody to do what she did and she's pro-life and it's like but you're a nurse like you see what goes on on the other side yeah you see consequences of maybe not poor decisions but like you see the consequences of like violence yeah and torture Mm -hmm. when it comes to children you see that yeah that that's that's not when you're 16 having a a close interaction with your boyfriend gone wrong you know and that is a valid situation though also Mm -hmm. and that person should be able to have the option exactly you know it's like everyone's now going through it and invalidating it and being like well this this is the consequence to your action and it's like well since when are children consequences they're not yeah if they and it honestly it's not a child up into a certain point like after they're born yeah <laughs> like and even then you can contest you, every moral in the world i know my daughters would not have survived if i didn't pop a boob in their mouth a couple hours after i gave birth guys. right <laughs> but it's just it's so hard seeing everybody fighting and being so oblivious and it's like it's and people are women are still well it's not that big of a deal and it's like well, it is for the woman laying on the table right now who had a ruptured ectopic pregnancy who can't get health care right now. Until not- she's literally on death's bed because hospital lawyers are saying you can't have, touch her. They have to be almost dead to a point for, before mm-hmm. we can do anything. And, and even have- then, it's still questionable. Your license will be going under review every single time you and try to save somebody they're that just way. like, that's not happening. It's like, it, there's nurses going out and saying these things hours afterwards yeah it's just nuts and so it's really depressing because they only see that story it's because those those individuals only see that story of the 16 year old who made a um you know a consequential decision and got pregnant that's what they see but they don't see like the people who want to have children that eptopic pregnancies have they don't see what actually ivf is and what it produces the kind of medical waste they don't see like what infertility or the consequences of not doing certain things can lead to infertility and then are you now criminalized become because you're infertile because i'd be going to jail any you know any (laughs) sort of yeah like that's the thing you could go to jail if you have well harvey's snipped but like let's say in theory harvey's not snipped and you do get pregnant, but your body just doesn't hold on to the pregnancy. Yeah, no, I would go under investigation. Every because you single can't time. Tell you if it's a miscarry or an abortion. Yeah, and then when if there's no contraception, which 
that's on the chopping block in october guys contraception is on the chopping block in october and will most likely be overturned and certain states will uh, they're already banning forms of contraception right now yeah in some states Mm -hmm. they're trying to at least Uh, but once that is overturned those things will be um not available it's scary so you will get pregnant if you have sex with a male who is fertile even if you are not 100 percent fertile yep because that's just what happens and it's scary because i'm looking into other places to move and i'm seeing like canadians on certain videos and stuff that i watch being like this could happen here in canada like there's a whole bunch of proud boys that are fucking simping over what's happening in america right now yeah and the uk as well the uk is looking at their human rights act bullshit yeah like we had to be the bad we had to be the worst example of all human history dominoes yeah it is it literally is we took example of how to like lay up our democracy from um like lay up our political system from like the romans who obviously aren't around anymore yeah like it was a failed state and then we were like oh that's some of the stuff they kind of did was kind of cool so like we've always been the bad example yeah but like everybody gets our bad example and like flips it like and then like the good countries make it so hard to get in and so i feel like stuck okay so like the good countries aren't always the good countries it's just that they learn from certain behaviors and then they try to be good countries afterwards so a lot of the countries that have like a lot of human rights Mm -hmm. they had really bad hand in history when it comes to certain things there is not one country that hasn't had a bad hand in history Uh, but well i mean i'm pretty sure we've destroyed those countries but yeah yes but still there is no saint in this world no for fuck so i'm not necessarily looking at the history 100 percent. i'm looking at what i can have now yeah and and it's true i need a place where we're gonna have rights where we're gonna be safe where i could just live you know and be a perfect citizen for this country be a great asset whatever and i will pop my pussy on that stage for you right just but, let me have health care and don't try to murder my daughter exactly but it's really really hard to get into and then my husband works in the medical field so he has to know those languages and like you can't just fucking learn danish overnight you know what i mean yeah at the capacity that he would need to be able to work in the medical field that takes mm-hmm. years to learn a language and then so you really have to want it now to make that kind of decision exactly and i can't like put that on him like that's hard he has to want to be able to move you know and it's just you feel trapped and stuck yep 100 Mm percent. because then we financially can't even do it i mean that's that fucking sucks too you Mm -hmm. know like yeah financially it's not gonna happen yeah well i'd have to wait until all my animals die because like they They cost more than what you're selling your house for just to get them into the country yeah like (laughs) this one lady was saying that it was gonna be ten thousand dollars to get her dog into australia yeah isn't that crazy and their their like quarantine is like the longest yeah it's like longer than hawaii hawaii has a really long quarantine period i think it's like a week or something it's like a couple months in australia yeah Mm -hmm. 
They have to be laid up in a vet. And like, I don't mind the quarantining process. Whatever. Quarantine my dog. I'll come visit. But is it worth it when you could just wait a couple more years till they die? But do I have a couple more years? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you don't I know. have you a couple more know. years here? I, mean, it, I think because we're in the state that we're in right now, it gives you that false sense of security. Like, we actually don't live in a very safe state for women. But when it comes to, like, certain things of equality, we are pretty equal when it comes to pay in this state and then you know we also have abortion has always been legal yeah always been legal and nevada has i think was the first state to legalize divorce at the same time um turned it into a vacation destination so like nevada (laughs) made it a vacation destination to get a divorce so you would vacation here for two weeks get a divorce regardless of what state your husband was in they did not have to come here you would get a legal divorce and you just had like to stay here for a couple weeks that's awesome yeah yeah vegas is doing it all making sure their legal prostitutes have access to or sex workers excuse me have access to abortions because yeah. it's sanctified here like it's it's decriminalized and heavily regulated and california just did that too Oh, for sex workers? Uh-huh. They oh, that's de- cool. Well, they just decriminalized it. Well, I was talking about abortions being sanctified in our, for our state. Oh, yeah. We've always like, had Like, we can't. We've, it, we've always had it. Yeah. Um, and then they're working on, or have already done, made it to where if someone comes here to our state to get an abortion, that the healthcare workers or whomever can't, you know, go after them. But keep in mind... The other states are also making those laws overnight to say, well, okay, if you cross state lines, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get you. Right. Oh yeah. In their state, but Nevada can't, they're not going to provide them with the information on whether, whether or not they did have an abortion to them. They came here for vacation. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. They're not going to give them any time or resources to solidify a case against this person. Yes. But as we're talking about it, you hear how ridiculous that sounds and how literally we are broken. Completely broken up. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I was telling Harvey, because he was like, you know, it's safe here in Nevada. And I was like, you have to imagine Hazel pregnant, right? She's an adult. She has a husband. She's whatever... This is just our imagination. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but this is just the story I'm spinning, right? And she goes to... You already gave it the most generic story. Like, she has a husband and she's yeah. pregnant. So, like, it's already, like, the, like the most simple. Yeah. It's just um, easily imaginable. Socially safe. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so she's pregnant and she happens to have to go to a conference in Kentucky. Okay. And so something happens with the pregnancy. She's in that state, right? So she has to go to that hospital and they say, well, we can't do anything. The baby's placenta ruptured and you're looking like you might die. Sorry, we can't do anything because baby. Baby's not dead yet. Yeah, we can't do anything. So I mean, it's gonna die. Yeah. But who's going to die first? Exactly. You like don't a, know. It's like a flip And of- so you're not, she can't live a life to where she can never travel for nine months. You know what I mean? Like what if her, she's one of those women bosses that's like, I'm, this pregnancy is not going to hold me back. 
Yeah. And she's doing her thing, working, and she has to conference in fucking Kentucky. I don't know who would conference in Kentucky, but I'm sure it happens. And she perishes. She can't live a life that she can never leave the state of Nevada. Yeah. Assuming 30 years from now, she is still, you know, like we're in a worse state or country. Yeah. Excuse me. Like, it's terrifying. It, like, really hurts to think about that. Yeah. No, it does. Or I have to even think, because I don't have my tubes tied, like, what if I do get raped? You never know. Yeah. And I do fall pregnant. Like, what if that's my after IVF miracle baby? (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. And then, like, what if abortion becomes federally illegal? And so that means I could still get in trouble even though I'm in a safe state. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. We all have to think about that. It's fucking terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Terrifying. I mean, you guys can clearly see where we lean on the political stance. And it's not, it's, even if you don't, like, even if you are. It shouldn't be about politics. This is just human body rights. There's not one law in our country that has anything to do with the male body or reproductive rights. No, because they can actually rape and be okay. Like, they can literally They can get six months of probation for raping somebody and that's that's Brock them Turner. that's their reproductive consequence right yeah. so like mm-hmm. and it's not even fully illegal in most states so yeah. like there's nothing that is being a man in our history being a white man you have never had any sort of oppression repercussion there is no law stating that you in any form or fashion you cannot exist there has been many obviously laws if you are a black man you are not even a whole human okay those laws are going to go into obviously effect like those things are going to be on the chopping block as well and i don't count on clarence thomas actually believing that he is you know darker than the color beige oh he thinks he's completely white (laughs) he's an idiot and then you have um you know women we don't have these rights because we were never actually considered a a person so we were property exactly and then we had a higher status if we were white women and we were Mm -hmm. um less than property if you were a black woman you were it's chattel slavery so you have all of these things that were never that's why it all has to explode it all has to explode we know based on history how things should be at a baseline equal for everyone and where we can work off of and jump off of but it's because of politics being a fucking game and the people in power just saying well i just have to play this game and i am completely safe and that is how i stay in power and that is just it. They just play this stupid game of back and forth mm-hmm. of pushing this line. It never goes anywhere. No. It, it just completely needs to explode. And they need to not feel safe. Yep. Period. Yep. And that's the fact. Most of us do not feel safe. Centuries and generations of individual 
groups of people never felt safe. No. They have always felt safe. Your 15 minutes of public shaming them... Doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect them. Exactly. Because nothing... They are not even afraid of bullets. No, because it doesn't happen. Perfect example. Fourth of July. Exactly. (laughs) You are not safe from bullets. (laughs) He walked away. I can't remember where it was at. Highland Park. I used to go there to see the fireworks. Okay. Oh my God. He walked away. Yeah. He walked away. Unscathed. You know what what happened? He dressed as a woman to cover his tattoos. But it... But he walked away unscathed. Yes, they, they got him without incident. But there was a black man, didn't have a gun on him. 25 years old. Shot 60, 60 times. times with from no, 90 rounds. No firearm in his hand. Nope. How, like Broken taillight. Make that make sense. Not even, far, not even that far from where that man, because uh, it was in Akron, Ohio, when Jalen was murdered. And then this man murdered a bunch of people. Yep. And then Six people so far. I think... Seven. It's seven. The count's up to seven now. But it was enough people to get injured. It's a, ma- it's a mass shooting. Yeah. And he should have been shot. He should have been shot and killed. But no. He's good. Yeah. He gets to walk away with his life. Yeah. With a gun in hand. Yeah. When a poor black man... Had his taillight out. That's the like the millionth taillight incident. Yeah. What yeah. are you supposed to do? My husband literally shakes and cries afterwards every time we get pulled over. I believe it. And it's taken years of being in our city and like knowing enough police officers here to make him feel even remotely comfortable. Yeah. Cuz keep in mind, I think I've mentioned this before, he was arrested as a joke in the south. As a dark Hispanic man. Yeah. They're... They mean nothing. Yes. To those people. like... They have no feelings. You are not safe. No. No matter what your color is, you are not safe from bullets. You can go into a church and die. You can go into a grocery store and die. You can go to school and die. You are not safe from bullets. But you know who is safe from bullets? The people that are protected in the Supreme Court. They are safe from bullets. They have... A whole army around them. They are safe from bullets. Yep. They are safe from explosions. They are safe from um, war. Their whole families are safe from war. They are also safe from economic like pressures. They have safety when it comes to housing. They can go to their house. And if their house isn't as nice, they can go to their friends' houses. Who have properties and mansions and plantations. They are safe. You can shame them and throw tomatoes at them. And after that 15 minutes of saying, hey, aren't you the guy that face-fucked your cousin? They're going to go home and be completely safe. But you guys won't. Regardless of what political ideology or religious ideology you have, you are not safe. And that needs to sink in. Moving forward into like our realm in the grooming industry there is some hope when it comes to feeling just remotely safe and it's kind of fucked up but like with all of all of these inadequate like just failed democracy and failed systems we also are getting fucked over because we're going into a recession yeah 
Two weeks ago, it was 70% chance of a recession. It is now at 101% chance of a recession. And the predictions for the pet industry are already good. Yeah. I wasn't, like, even worried. Because um, when I was starting my business, I wanted to make sure that it was recession-proof. And I had done a little bit of research years ago. And during the last recession we had, our, the pet industry as a whole yeah. continued to grow into like pretty much what it is now and it continues to grow yeah it just seemed like during that recession the role pets played in a household completely changed it it almost it okay so the way they were explaining is that it flipped upon itself it's basically like any time that like us as like Americans were like going down, like our population was going down, our money was going down, like us going down. It's just that pets somehow brought us out and it was they were rewarded. The yeah. industry was rewarded for that. So like so and I didn't realize I, I know there's been like multiple recessions, but like when we started looking at like the pet industry when it comes to recession was 2001. There was a recession in 2001 and the pet industry grew 29 percent. Most industries are always going to grow from like three to four percent a year. And overall, that whole recession, it grew 29 percent. So and it I was, think that recession like ended 2007, 2008. No, I don't know when the 2001 recession ended, but then the 2008 recession grew um it was almost from 2007 to 2009 it was like almost four percent a year so mm -hmm. overall it was 17 percent increase while all of the all all other industries most of the, all the industries like either like some died completely right things happen and then like everybody took like a huge hit and had to get bailed out right mm -hmm. so we globally as of right now the pet industry is worth two hundred and sixty one billion dollars globally we in the united states americans are a hundred and ten dollars a hundred and ten billion dollars um currently of value like the pet industry is that's the value and there's an estimated expected growth of nine point two six billion dollars between 2022 and 2025 that's the expected recession so like 2022 at the end of 2022 to get coming out of the recession mm -hmm. in, in 2025 we're still expected to build and grow yeah almost 10 billion dollars dude yeah so that's a lot i think we talked about years ago like our one of our very first podcast episodes i think i had mentioned that at the time of we before we went to super zoo and stuff like that we were looking at how it was things were getting kind of weird in the pet industry because there were so many monopolies starting to form and like there it was it was almost stagnant as far as like innovation um and then but we were still growing about like 74 billion dollars and i was like well do we feel like we're part of that 74 billion dollars right yeah so like, i don't remember the conversation but but it was it was around that realm. So like my question is, do you feel like do you feel like now or in the future you're part of a hundred and ten billion dollars? In the grooming industry? And just in the pet industry in general. Like do you feel you're a part of it? Like do you feel like you're reaping the rewards from a hundred and ten billion dollar industry? 
Not necessarily. So, like, not necessarily, right? Yeah. So, like, you kind of feel a little exploited? Yeah, because people don't respect our industry as much as they should. Yeah. But do you feel like you can change it a little bit? I mean, sure. I think anybody can change their business and their business model. Yeah. I'm just content. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Complacent? Yeah. So, I'm sorry. It's the the way you're asking makes me feel like you have an answer to these questions. I don't. I'm actually, (laughs) so I'm like, it's more of like open-ended questions for troubleshooting. It's just the way I process things. Sorry. Oh, so it's like, like, is there an answer on your piece of paper that you have there? No, there's just (laughs) notes of a bunch of bullshit. No, I know. So like, that's why I'm being hesitant with the way I'm answering it. Cause I'm like, am I giving the wrong answer? Am I giving the right answer? (laughs) So like my question is because I am such a radical person like is obviously we know that certain things that are being proposed in real time right now are probably not going to work because of the systems that have been set up to suppress so like your housing systems and your housing economy and like the food and your jobs all of that stuff has like you said been like created been designed to exploit and keep you in a place so even if you decide i don't want to work today and a whole bunch of us decide not to work today and we're like we're going to cripple the economy the thing is though is that we're not going to cripple the economy because we still got to work the next day yeah it doesn't 100 percent work it doesn't work and then there's no security you don't own your house you can't just like (laughs) take a break (laughs) well yeah and then it's just not realistic for everyone because there are some people who are literally if they don't work the next day they can't feed their children and they won't have a home oh the yeah. next day well, so it's not a realistic no. boycott no and in most states in the fucking united states are will to work states yeah like, you'll just 90%. immediately get fired yeah they and have, so they have no ties to you you mean nothing to them yeah there's no loyalty anymore no not like the boomers exactly and you say you don't want to buy something for like two three days they'll just wait it out and then up the price after three days yeah because everybody's gonna need it yes so supply and demand exactly (laughs) like you can't it's not gonna work and i'm not saying you shouldn't do it and that's that's also another point I'm getting to. I think we should take those steps. I think we should boycott business. I think we should, like, be a little bit conscious to where we shop and be very vocal about it. Well, I, st- I think the grooming industry is not shy to that because people have talked about boycotting love groomers. Yeah. There you go. And I shop bought- small. Yeah. I haven't shopped at love groomers since the whole debacle. Exactly. And I was shopping there. Yeah. And I stopped. I did too. And I don't see anything like advertised about them right now or anything because like it's just it's not worth my time. And I think in 2012 I divested from a bank. Yeah, I think it was what, Chase? Yeah, I had Chase Bank and I divested completely. And I go to Aspiration Bank, which is an online bank now. Right? So there's certain small changes that we can make individually, but we need to be very loud about it collectively. Yeah. And just because we're like we're a big group of people in an industry that is probably going to be A-OK, we have to start remembering that and then we have a little bit more power. Yeah. So like 
when you have money and you're fueling the machine that has money, we have a little bit of power. So if I say I am, if, if a lot of groomers, like brick and mortar groomers, decide like, you know what, I'm going to up my prices and give a cash discount. You just cut out a middleman. Oh yeah. Um, with credit cards. With so. credit cards. Yeah. So like if you're like, oh, you know, the price is going up for credit cards because this credit card company is bullshit. Um, I am, you know, increasing costs by, you know, a some odd percent. But if you do cash, you're going to get a discount. I don't know why that is unnatural for a lot of people because the gas companies and the gas stations do it all the time. You only get that price that's on the little marker out front if it's cash. Do it in your work. Now I know it's harder to hold cash when you're on the move, but brick and mortar shouldn't be too bad. There's, so a, there's a quite a few um, cash groomers that I've seen online. Well, I would, I like, I, I completely understand cash groomers, but that is a really big hit to, um, you know, the banking industry yeah. right there. So if you basically, you know, if you got a group of your local groomers, like, hey, you know, my homegirl owns this shop and my other homegirl knows this shop, and you guys are like, hey, come over to my house for this barbecue, I just wanna talk about something real quick. I got some drinks. Hey guys, you know, I'm going to do this because fuck the system. I'm going to increase my prices for this, this, and this. And the only way somebody can get like that baseline price is if they do cash because fuck that system and be loud about it. Oh, so you want to go back to like cash discounts. I just explained that, but like with a purpose. So if you're doing, for example. No, I just don't like discounts. I know you okay so <laughs> I know you don't like discounts so I would say I would say but let, let's this say, is what I would be okay with what if what if it was an upcharge and not an actual discount that's what I was trying to explain so if you're already at $85 for a groom oh so you're saying like charge more for using the credit more card. for credit card because you of, just can't advertise it that way because in some states I think um why am I thinking of credit card um. so i think that was mentioned on i think that was mentioned on um one of the grooming groups they were talking about that that you can't actually charge extra for uh credit cards but that is actually not true no i was thinking of um for some reason the um the credit card fees you can't in some states you can't charge for the credit card fees no that's not true you can charge for the credit card fees because it's the cost incurred. So you can't say I'm charging you extra for the credit card fees. It is more or less like this is the price. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So like that's you why, can't actually advertise it. So that's why you say it's a cash discount. No, I know that. I know what you're saying, but my brain for some reason was thinking of charging for credit card fees. Yeah, and I don't think that's true either. It, I believe it is true, but you can put that into your price you just can't tell your clients that. Okay. Can you tell the clients like, hey, fuck Chase or fuck Bank of America. And if you guys still have Wells Fargo, there's something wrong with you because they're not even allowed in some states. That's how bad of a banking bank. Wells Fargo. What is wrong with you? They can't, they're not even allowed. 
have in the state of Oregon. <laughs> I have Wells Fargo. Yours, divest, divest. <laughs> they are the worst, worst one. No, they are. We've been talking about like going to. Um, I when I first got a bank account, I was actually in a credit union. Um, but then I had a really bad fraudulent case, and they didn't really do anything for me. So then I went to a different bank. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about going back to a credit union. Okay, so our scheduled program was interrupted by acuteness. It was a good break, though. Like, my serotonin's up a little bit. feel a little less depressed dealing with uh, talking about, like, depressing things and, like, yeah, but yeah. we left off where you were talking about like how you Wells Fargo. Know, you were changing. You were you're thinking about and talking about like changing your banks and stuff. Yeah, we're thinking about changing like a lot of things, but we were talking about the bank. Yeah. So like, if we look at it in that way, and we start, okay, so individually we make small choice, small changes, and collectively we get loud about it, mm-hmm. and we know that protesting and peaceful protesting only gets you so far all the time like we know that these boycotts are not going to work unless um, until we are okay with like certain parts and certain things just like completely just being like erased yeah so like if you do shop at walmart or it is the only place like you can shop at and you know Walmart is... I've boycotted Walmart since, like, 20... Or 2007 because of uh, a documentary I saw about how they were, like, destroying communities. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm never going to shop at Walmart. It was a little easier for me because Walmart has always been, like, a dick to me. Like, I've never enjoyed shopping at Walmart. Oh, I did. I stopped shopping at Walmart, like almost 10 years ago i think i've only been there like maybe once or twice in between then um but it was hard for me to quit really yeah i was i went to walmart for everything clothes food well i did go for food everything else there well i mean like groceries oh yeah like all of it yeah so it was hard and i just want to like mention because this isn't accessible for everyone. Yes. This is for people who can afford to do those things because sometimes shopping outside of your realm or trying to find progressive companies can be a, more expensive. And like if you're not capable of doing that, don't feel guilty. But for people who can do those things, those are the people that like the community is asking you to do it's like for you to be able to step up and kind of carry other people at the moment until we're all kind of where we need to be yeah because like i struggle with it too like there are just certain things where i can purchase things outside of amazon but there's going to be a literally a 15 dollar increase and that's a big increase and like we can't necessarily afford that Mm-hmm. And so, because it's not just one item, it's multiple items. And so, on that's an extra $100 a month on top of, you know, trying to do this. And that's not really feasible for us when our bank account is, like, at zero exactly. sometimes. So, but you're still conscious. Yes, I still, if I can pick better 
options I will like and there's also the thing guys is that a lot of us are millennials and older millennials so we lived yeah. at a time where things weren't as convenient as they are now so we know how it is to work with less yeah and sometimes that works out in our favor too so like we should be able to like if you can't stop because of accessibility um you know purchasing from certain companies or working with certain companies doesn't mean you can't make small choices of like maybe not as frequently or maybe you know you have to live your life a little bit more frugally like we did in the 90s and early 2000s before things were really accessible yeah um there's obviously almost no provider for when it comes to cell phones that haven't been politically uh haven't donated to political parties but like yeah like obviously you can't like you can't get away with certain things you have to have a cell phone nowadays yeah so you you know you obviously you just have to find like the best one the or just go to the cheapest phone and cheapest plan and just kind of work within those means yeah because you're still getting ready for a recession too so like we still have to be okay with like saving our money because we have to deal with all the bullshit which i know that like the grooming industry is still going to not grooming but just the pet industry as a whole is going to continue to grow but that doesn't mean that certain people will have to cut back on grooming it doesn't mean that people aren't going to try to stretch just like they did last time yeah just like they did last time but they're not it's not that they're going to stop because their dogs have to be groomed it just is what it is um nobody had as many babies as they thought they were going to have during quarantine they got a lot of dogs yeah (laughs) yeah literally we had like no boom we had no baby no, that, boom. that was a huge it was supposed to be an expected boom and then it was like people were like not even a percentage taking I think. no like the, no <laughs> no everybody got fucking animals yeah like i think it really gave people a chance to actually take their birth control on time that's what quarantine did yeah well yeah. and then people weren't going out and having sex so like and then or they just had more free time and then when they were with that person all the time that they're supposed to be having sex and making babies with they got so irritated or they got sick you know what i yeah, mean like so i think people are just like ignorant to like trauma like trauma is not going to be the response like we're going through something traumatic it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go yeah i think um our country really wanted us to have that boom and we didn't no and that's why they won't shut us down even if we go through any other wave yeah um but my point is like we will have those clients that do that but i don't think we're going to suffer like a lot of other industries will no and i honestly think from the previous large recession that we had that groomers especially are not going to take the bullshit so it's like bye because people still have a waiting list yeah, and people are not doing $45 for 2008 anymore, and they're not going to go back. No. So it's going to be $85 on yeah. average for a single groom. And I did just see a um, a post about grooming in a recession because someone was looking to start a new company, and they were nervous. Yeah. And 
everyone was like, I worked through the recession. I did price increases through the recession. Yep. Like, I still had a waiting list through the recession. Like, it's not... You guys, we have... People just start to spend a little differently, but their pets were still on the forefront. Yeah, and we even had supply chain issues. And then we also had, during the last recession, I think a big... um, fallout i can't remember but like there was certain ingredients and come in most of the shampoos that was like finally banned in europe and then it kind of like trickled into everything so everything had to be reformulated around that time too so like you had only certain shampoos to work with or the quality of shampoos went down but like we took so much shit last time thinking that because we were at the bottom end because we're the laborers that we had to do so much more to make sure that we came out of the recession not realizing that everything was fine we didn't we did not need to stress as much as we did in, yeah in the the 2000s the tw- the 28 to the 2010s yeah we did not have to and then when everybody started like kind of relaxing around 2012 there was also a very stagnant like wages for groomers were stagnant and like that's when we start seeing the decline from like not a lot of us not going back into the industry or not picking it up the craft yes and that's because the last recession we weren't told that we were okay and that like people were exploiting us because they were getting so fucking rich it doesn't need to be that way this time you're gonna get rich anyway we know it's gonna happen there is 20 something years of statistics and history you're gonna be fine we can be fine together raise those fucking prices regardless of what's going on you have supply chain issues you might have to cut back on the dogs that you do you're gonna have to increase your prices you want to hit certain companies where it hurts okay don't use those certain companies don't advertise them or you know we also have a lot of small businesses that we want to support too yeah um i got a product from it's called sniff s-n-i-f-f and she's like super small it's literally just her she's custom makes these batches um i wanted to do the review on the forefront but like we usually do our reviews but i can do that real quick here so I do want to be gentle with this review because she is a very small business. And so with small businesses that are brand new, you're working on kinks. <laughs> um, so I was, a, okay. Vanessa's a lot less critical than I am, but so I think it'll be fine. I mean, no, I'm really critical. I mean, to the point where like, I was really disappointed in the packaging. So I was ex- I completely understood the packaging. Yes, but she advertises it as a jar. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with jars. I've used jars in the past. I use I don't like jars. I do. I use a spoon and it's a like a metal serving spoon, but it's a clean spoon that gets doesn't I don't leave gunk on it. I don't just put my hand in the jar. I use a clean spoon. And so mm-hmm. you're not like transferring doggy gook, you know not like that if you're responsible mm-hmm. so i don't mind jars because i use them responsibly and then um that's how it was advertised but it came in like this and it, i got the uh whipped unscented facial whipped shampoo and so like 
how else would you package it, right? She put it in this, like, um, what I can equate it to is those, if you have kids, it's those, like, applesauce packages or, like, fruit puree packages that they squeeze, like, those squeezable packages that you put the mm -hmm. fruit in yeah. and suck on. That's literally what the package is. And so the product is supposed to be whipped, and it's really hard to get the product out. Um, but I will say that you don't need a lot of this product for it to work. That's good. Yeah. And... Because there's a lot of red flags for me with this product. What do you mean? Because whipped would, in my mind, mean that there's like more air. So it's like not actually condensed, what is it called? Concentrated. Yeah. So it's like a less concentrated formula. Well, it's concentrated. Like I yeah. can use, what, about a finger mm -hmm. with the product? Uh-huh. Um, well, like from my first knuckle to the tip of my finger of product. That's a big ass knuckle though. Right? <laughs> Never had any complaints. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, a thin amount. It's not, like, the thickness of my finger. Yeah. It's just, like, a thin amount. It's the width of the tip. Um, and so, just, like, a thin amount, but it's the length of my finger. So, like, you just, like, draw it on, like, a little dollop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it does a full Bichon head with, like, fluff. So, like, I could use less for, like, a dog that doesn't have a full amount of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like... It actually works really well. I do actually really enjoy the product. Um, so far. So far. Um, you, you just get really, really... I do get excited for it, products. Uh, yeah, you get... Pro especially, like, the way they look, the placement, smells. Yeah. Well, there's creative. a smell. She well, even no, said that, like, there might be a smell from the product itself. Like, from the ingredients she uses. Yeah. But there is no smell. So, I enjoy that. The dog's face is smell clean, like nothing. Yeah. So, and that's a clean smell. Um, it lathers really nicely. You can get a really good lather on it, but it's not like a bubble lather. Okay. I don't know if that's different because I don't... Mobile water is, is different than like salon water. Not in the sense of the water itself, but how you use the water. So... The dogs aren't like dripping wet in a mobile because you don't have the capabilities of dripping the dog because water consumption. Whereas like in a salon, you get to utilize that shit as much as you want. So your dogs are filthy wet. Like they're dripping wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't really do that mobile. So like, I don't know if it does like a full lather, like with bubbles, because some people care about bubbles. I don't necessarily care about bubbles. Yeah. Um, but it gets a good lather for me. Um, and you don't have to use a lot. But the package is such a fucking bitch to use. It's such a bitch. I'm not going to lie. I hate the package that it comes in. I'm tempted to cut it open. And, and put it, put in, it a in a jar. jar. <laughs> See, I like I like how the package is sanitary. Like, I like sanitary. So, like, jars are not sanitary pumps are sanitary for me and i know you like the jar the look of the jar it's very luxurious yeah, looking and it, it did fancy as fuck yeah it did look fancy as oh, fuck really quick before i forget i was disappointed that mine wasn't colored it was just white and like in the picture it's like cute 
and it has colors. And so I was even the unscented one in the picture. It was just one singular picture. Oh, so like you didn't know if you were gonna have any color yeah. in the unscented. And so there was no color. There was no pizzazz to that, was there for you? No, like so presentation. I had this high expectation because the picture was such an expectation. And then I get the package, and I'm like, what? That's how I am with, like, chocolate cake. Yeah, I have a picture in my head, and then I didn't, I didn't get the picture. But the product did make up so far. I do like the product so far. I will probably repurchase the product again. And she did purchase the product, too. Guys. Yes, It wasn't yes. given for free. We, don't, we haven't had any, like, free product reviews on here. I, we put out our own money for these reviews. Um... So I would definitely give it a shot. I am tempted to try her acid wash, which is a spray. It's a conditioner spray. Mm-hmm. But I just bought all of the sprays, the canine sprays. So, because I wanted to try them. Someone said to try the nano sprays. Okay. And so. But why is it called acid wash conditioning spray? I don't know. She said she just liked the name. Oh, I really like acids though. Yeah, but it's a conditioner, so it's the opposite. You can use acids in conditioning agents. You can, yeah. But I really like acids. And she I'm says thinking, it's... Go ahead, sorry. I'm just thinking, like, hey, you guys, if you're going to make acid sprays, like, put some acid in it. <laughs> Let me know. I don't know if she did or did not, but she said it's a conditioning spray. And it's supposedly just as good... Like, you could not put conditioner on the dog in the bath mm-hmm. and just use this spray. And it's good for the open-close-open method. That's I don't what believe she said. I don't believe in the open close method. I don't I'm just going off what I saw in a comment. But I do like conditioning sprays. Like I love conditioning sprays. Yeah, I do too. Um but I wanted to get the canine full set. Really? Yeah, so I got the full set. I have the shampoo conditioner and each spray for each shampoo. So like the aloe spray and then the keratin spray. Oh nice. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to try the keratin spray. And I really only have two dogs that I use the keratin shampoo on anyways. Yeah. So, and he just canceled for his appointment tomorrow. So, I don't get to try it until, like, two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Bummer. But I've used the aloe spray. I've used it wet and dry. Or, like, wet. To dry? Wet to dry. And then velocity dryer to hand dryer, if that makes sense. So, like, a little refresher in between for, like, style. No, two different ways I've used it. So oh, okay. wet to dry, and then velocity dryer to hand dryer, if that makes sense. So I velocity dry the dog, and then I spray him, and then I use my hand dryer. Yeah, like you're using it as like a styling product. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I have to say I like it that way instead of wet to dry. I don't know why, if it makes a difference, but... I feel like I get a better look and finish and feel with the velocity to hand dryer. I mean, I do that too. I don't like, I like velocity drying. I just, that little extra fluff at the end just kind of does it for me. Yeah. But But I don't know, like, in correlation to the product, like, uh, why it's different. mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, so Sniff... I would recommend it. I think that's what I'm going to say at this moment. I might go back. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But it's definitely worth a try. So, 
I want to try her perfumes because she's got like Fruit Loops and like other smells. But then I'm not like a huge perfume person. And it's because I just forget to use them. Like I have a nose cream that came from K9. It was a gift. Yeah. Nose and paw pad cream. And I keep forgetting to use it. I want to use it. I look at it and I say, I'm going to use that on this dog. And then it never happens on that dog. Yeah. You're like, it's the last step. It's so easy to skip. Yeah. And then perfumes, they like, if your dog already smells nice, you kind of forget to add extra. And then even then, I don't like the smell of food. I love the smell of food. I don't like food smells on dogs. I love just food smells in general. Mm. Mm -mm, Nope, Mm -hmm. I do not. I like sweeter, sweeter scents, but I don't like when they smell outwardly food so good no i don't like it so good it bothers me it makes me hungry (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like kind of wrapping this up and then before we get into anything else um but basically yeah like we we have to like recognize the power that we have in our industry we also have to understand that recession's coming and we might have to slow down on certain things making choices with 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 context to like with like understanding our accessibility is going to be important and again we can do those things in our industry so if we are overwhelmingly uh, supporting small businesses that we know and trust um that are female owned black owned in our industry we will prompt um a lot of like you know we're already going to be okay with the recession but like putting our money where it needs to be is going to be extremely important we can not use mars like obviously we know mars owns half of the dog food and a lot of pet products yeah it's mars and nestle i think they own almost all the dog food exactly and they still they still have ties and hands in like a lot of the mainstream pet products we can stop using those they also or is it hershey that funds the uh, veterinarian schools it's one of the, I think it might be Mars that funds the veterinarian schools. And that's why they have such huge ties to science diet. Because it's all intermingled. Yeah. But. So that's hard. It is hard, but we can still do it. It's, we have that power. Like, don't, if you have a business that sells dog food, don't sell the dog food that is, has ties to, you know, bad bad people simple as that everybody wants natural you can make it work on top of that if it's a small business and you know it's owned by a nazi don't just out them come on like you know what i mean yeah like i i'm really really want to make sure that like the smaller companies that we get our grooming supplies from are good people and um we should i don't like purity tests i don't believe in purity tests because i don't think people lie all the fucking time but like if if we're asking like hey you know groomer's choice like are you nazis <laughs> and they're like no we don't really have any ties to nazis either i'm gonna be like okay cool all right all right cool yeah that's great if you're good at research research i'm not very good at researching so this is hard yeah and always tell us i'm okay with research but yeah but sorry that this was so politically heavy. It needed to be. It doesn't always have to be, like, all the time. But, like, 
No, our next episode, we won't be so political. It's just... It's, it's just so hard right now. Yeah, it's... It's scary times. It's really... I feel like I'm in an alternate dimension. Yeah! It doesn't feel real because, like, in the... Like, in a weird way... Uh, it doesn't feel like it affects me. But it does affect me. And so, like, my... I feel like I'm in two different realities. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Because reality, perception, all that stuff, like, even neuroscientists are, like, saying, like, it is technically a simulation. Like, everything's a simulation, right? And so your emotions are kind of based off that. So, like, no, traumatic things are happening all around you, but you still haven't been, like, raped, shot, you know, those bad things haven't physically happened to you, so your emotions can only go so far. Well, I mean, I was molested and sexually assaulted as a young child. So. I've been assaulted. <laughs> uh, I've been assaulted a few times, yeah. So, like, those things still kind of, like, fuck with me, but, like, you know, we had a hu- one of the worst mass shootings of all time, but we weren't there, so, like... Yeah, you know. but, like, that still... I don't think I'm explaining it in the way that you're getting it. Because, like, it just... You still have to live, like, this day-to-day life. You know? And so you're just trying to live. And then, like, there's these big things that are happening around you that haven't, like, affected your life 100% yet. And so you just feel like all of these you're like watching your life on a movie screen and it's like it's happening to you but it doesn't feel like it's happening to you it's like just like you're kind of it kind of sounds like you're feeling like your body is like naturally trying to disassociate yeah from the trauma that's happening currently yeah okay yeah that that makes sense fucking sucks but yeah yeah that's kind of like where i'm at right now like i'm trying to be so present because like but there's amazing things happening in my life right now yeah on top of all of these sad things that are happening on top of my life Mm -hmm. right now and so like and then i'm also like very tired right now (laughs) so just like it feels like there's multiple realities happening at once i would probably agree with you yeah like and i think a lot of people can like like it feels that way for a lot yeah yeah what's the word that i'm looking for that they can uh, relate relate to that like i'm going to circle classes on monday what's a circle class with the babies just like at the library they read books we sing and dance and stuff like that Oh, yeah. I used to take fable and story to those at the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, how can I be doing fun things? Because they're necessary for... But then, like, trauma is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hazel doesn't need to know that she's not a full human yet. So, like, at least let her have, I you know, know row, row, row your boat. <laughs> it's just, like, so surreal. Like, how am I supposed to be okay with raising someone? Like... You don't have to be okay. You don't have to be okay with anything. It just sucks. It does suck. Anyway, story. Um, so we got a new story. 
It says, um, write anonymous to stay hidden. Ooh. Hey, my favorite shit talkers. Here's a story from my first job at an animal clinic. It was a small practice with about six of us and the vet. We could, we would rotate and take turns coming in on the weekends and feed the pets that were boarding there. The vet left pretty much everything unlocked, even the safe that contained the controlled drugs. This was the time when Facebook was just coming around and MySpace was fading. Uh A few of my favorite coworkers and I decided to check the Facebook of a guy who had only been working there a few months. Nothing exciting until we got a post that was posted on a Saturday that said Poppin' Dog Tranks. We printed it off and left it on the vet's desk. The coworker was fired that day. I have some more coming, stay tuned. That's hilarious. I mean, that's perfect. Why can't, that's good karma. Wait, what happened? So, Facebook was fading. My or my space, my my space was fading and Facebook was just coming around, right? Yeah. So they're saying that the six of them, as employees, rotate on the weekends, and a new person who is working there decided to go into an unlocked safe that is always unlocked and take some of the controlled substances, and then posted on Facebook saying "Poppin' Dog Tranks," and then they printed it out and put it on the vet's desk the next day, and he was fired. no lie that sounds really tempting though yeah i think if i was 19 and working that job i might have popped some dog tranks too (laughs) i think i think everything happens like because of how you make he barely probably worked there and you know if you've been working there as a group for a long time and loving life you know yeah, you don't want that mess there nope i, I would get, get rid of it pretty quick oh yeah it would probably definitely been the fired one but like i'm not like hating on that they snitched they didn't actually snitch they just set it up it was great yeah yeah um but i'm not gonna say that i wouldn't have gone in that locker either (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure the vets like if that safe is always open you know they probably have like a great community or that dynamic or the fucking vet is like you know what i'm gonna pop a perk right now you know doggy add medication might be needed today oh my god pharmacists do it all the time yeah but that's not ethical no one said anything about ethics that's funny they're just not advertising it on facebook popping dog tranks (laughs) very true very true um thanks don't post your stupid shit online (laughs) it's there forever oh last thing though but you guys all saw like how gen z like totally posted uh, oh yeah the supreme courts their credit card credit card numbers social security numbers they posted uh, it all yeah and i guess their nudes are floating around now i think that's amazing and that is relevant to the story because i think it's great yeah i didn't know nudes were flying around yeah i don't know where they're at i just saw the addresses which is amazing and i know where one's at so i'm like hmm and you then, hear about the lady that um, got a hysterectomy and sent it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Um, I'm really disappointed that I didn't catch the credit card information sooner because we were about to go grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Why not? I mean, I pay their wages, so why not? Yeah, let's card it. Yeah, that's right. It's deserved. All right, guys. Um, we are out till next time. You can send us your stories and topics at www.shitonthetable.com and you can get your merch there. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. You can tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play and Amazon Podcast or Amazon Music. Sorry. And you can listen to us on our website. Um, but let me say again, we need stories. We need topics. Um... Let us know how you're dealing, too. Yeah, just a little, if you need to talk, yeah. you want your story out there or something, anything. We're open to everything, guys. Yeah. Everything. I know, you're, I know you're out there listening. Okay, bye.